I'm Stephen Maurice, and this is Perspectives. They say the only sure things in life are death and taxes. But at least when you do your taxes, you sometimes end up with a little money back. In fact, according to the Canada Revenue Agency, the average refund for Canadians this year is about $2,000. But we all know $2,000 can evaporate pretty quick. That's like, what, two tanks of gas these days? So what can you do to make the most of your tax refund? Kingsley Chack is the Senior Vice President of Deposits, Savings and Investments at Scotiabank. If you get a tax refund, a work bonus, or a few hundred bucks from selling that agave blue Stratocaster you bought at the start of COVID and never played, he's going to tell us the smartest way to use a financial windfall. Let's get started. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Kingsley. Great to be here, Stephen. Can you tell us a little bit about your job? What does it mean to be SVP of Deposits, Savings and Investments? Sounds like a big deal. <laughs> it's definitely a mouthful. I don't know what it is a big deal. Um, at a high level, I am responsible for the deposit that the Canadian entrusts to Scotiabank. My role is making sure our customers have the right product to grow their money and be able to use the money to purchase things that they like. So you know a thing or two about how people spend their money. Right. Okay. I want to start by saying it's 2022. We're into the third year of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I would say if someone just wanted to blow their cash <laughs> on something that gives them pleasure, I wouldn't blame them. But with that said, if someone finds themselves with a few extra dollars, say from a tax refund or from something else, What's the main thing that they should be thinking about to spend that money or to use that money wisely? Yeah, there are a couple options for folks to spend to use the money, right? Number one, as you said, if you want to spend it and use it for travel or buy something to reward yourself after a tough two to three years, that's totally understandable, right? The other option is to pay down your debt. A third option would be use the money and, and invest it, make it work and create wealth. And lastly, which I think most Canadians probably don't think of is to use that money as an emergency fund. Something would happen, you have some pool of cash that you can dip into to help with that. Okay, let's dig into those one by one. Sure. The first thing you mentioned is to spend it, and I don't think most people will have a problem there. <laughs> the second thing you mentioned was to pay down your debt. Yeah. I think most Canadians' households have some kind of debt. Many of us have lots of different kinds of debt, whether it's car debt or mortgage debt or lines of credit or whatever. How do you know which one you should pay off first, or should you be trying to tackle them all at once? What's the best way to handle that? Yeah. In, in a recent survey that we look at, about 23% of respondents say that they're going to use their tax return to pay down debt. And your question of which debt to pay down first is, is a great one. In short, the, the principle is pay down the one that has the highest interest. Mm. So if you're thinking about credit card, credit card interest rate is between 12% you know, to 20%. And the next one is likely a unsecured line of credit, which is between you know four to six percent range, and then your mortgage, which is secured, is probably at this date around three to four percent range. So if you want to pay down your debt, obviously you want to go with the one that has the highest interest rate because that saves you the most money. Okay, as I said, everybody has, most people have some amount of debt. Is there such a thing as good debt and bad debt? Yeah, absolutely. I think a way to think about good debt is. That's that you take out that will create future value for you. Think of mortgage. You're taking out a debt to build wealth for longer term, right? Like those are typically good debts in a good way and, and, and solving a cash flow problem to help you to build wealth. On the bad debt side, 
if you borrow money and, and buy something and make you really happy, there, there's some utility to that. But in general, if, you, if you're buying things that you know just add on your payment and doesn't have a whole lot of value, that's probably a little bit of a, a on the bad debt side. Speaking of mortgages, let's say you don't have a lot of credit card debt, but you've got a mortgage. You know, it might feel like you know, you've got a tax refund of a few hundred or a couple of thousand dollars that against a mortgage and the hundreds of thousands of dollars that it, you know, it couldn't possibly make a difference. It's just a drop in the bucket. How would you respond to someone who, who looked at it in that way? Yeah, I think every little bit helps. The benefit of paying more into your mortgage is you actually pay down the principal. So when the principal is lower, you pay less interest on the rate that you're paying. And so while it might be a small amount, but every little bit helps to, to save the interest down the road. But definitely understand, you know, a, a typical mortgage is in hundreds of thousand dollars, if not in the millions, that's a minor dent. The question comes down to, is there a better way to use that money? And I think one thing that typically we don't really think through is, do we have a emergency fund that's safe for a rainy day? And something like that could be very useful and give you a little bit more of a sense of security if something were to happen down the road. Right. You mentioned that in the list of possible uses for the money. Talk to us a little bit more about an emergency fund. How much should people try and have on hand? What, do, what does an emergency fund look like? It's typically have a buffer of between three to four months of your operating expense on a monthly basis as an emergency fund. I would say if you have an emergency fund, invest and put it into something that is liquid and earn you a little bit of interest, a high interest saving accounts or a short term deposit, something that you can pull out anytime. That's kind of how the emergency fund works. Right. So you need to add up all of your expenses, your mortgage costs, your other debt obligations, your groceries, everything else, add all of that up over the course of a month and you figure you need three to four months. Three to four times. Right. Right. So that's not not an insignificant amount of money. It's some serious savings you have to do to, to be able to acquire that. Yeah. And I think the other way to look at it is in a emergency, do you have access to money and liquidity? Right. So one way is to have the money in your piggy bank. The other way is, do you have a unsecured line of credit in the emergency you can draw on that's another way to look at it. Yeah, because you might suddenly get a leak in your roof or whatever, and uh, you need a lot of cash all at once. For sure. Okay, the next thing you talked about was putting your money to work, investing it in some way. Obviously, tons of options in that space, but what's your suggestion to people with a you know, fairly modest sum of money, but they want to make it work for them? Yeah, I think saving is in top of Canadians' mind in, in the survey you know, 47% of the respondents will say they will use it in some form of saving, be it TFSA, RSP, or RESP, and put the money to work. I would say every person's situation is different. This will be a good time to talk to your financial advisors to see what is the right plan and what is the right investment vehicle for you. It also depends on do you have a large expense coming up? Is this an investment for 20, 30 years down the road once you retire or is saving for a new car, all those factor changes what investment strategy you would have. Okay. So hopefully people will go and see an advisor and get some help. But in the short term, can you give us the quick refresher on, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned TFSAs, you mentioned RRSPs. Yeah. Is there like the, the 30 second uh, definition of what each of those things is? Yeah. We can quickly go through all the registered saving products. The first one is the Registered Retirement Saving Plan, the RRSP. So for, for any Canadians, they can contribute up to 18% of their annual income to that. 
the amount is tax deductible. So in year, you'll get more tax return when you contribute. And when you retire, you take the money out and, and they will be taxed at that stage. The good thing is by the time you retire, your income will be lower. You'll be taxed in the lower income bracket. That's the benefit. There are two features in the RSP that is good to know. One is the lifelong learning plan. So let's say down the road, you, you want to go and take a course. You can take up to $20,000 to dedicate it into your education plan. You need to return that money in 10 years' time. Mm-hmm. Right? So, but, but that's a good way to use it to invest in yourself from an education perspective. The other one is a home buyer's plan. You can take up to $35,000 tax-free to put as a down payment of your first home. Mm-hmm. The other one is registered education saving plan. And so a, a lot of the parents out there would, would have this, essentially a, a saving vehicle to save for post-secondary education. You can contribute up to $50,000 for each LESP plan. And here's the benefit is for individuals that are under 18, there's a Canada Education Saving Grant, which means the government will contribute up to $500 per year for your kid's education and up to 7200 in total. And lastly is the tax-free saving account. Essentially, the money that you put in, you can put it to work and and invest, and the gains that you get are tax-free. So you don't need to pay tax on that. And so that is very good for both short-term and long-term saving goals. I said at the top that, you know, there's a certain value in spending money. I don't know if there's value in spending money, but there's at least sometimes some some pleasure to be gotten from it. Do you have any advice on when people can say, you know what? I'm just going to spend this on myself. Sure. Do you have to have ticked all those other boxes off beforehand? or? <laughs> I think I think everyone's situation is a little bit different, right? Like you're taking care of yourself and self-care and self-love is, is important, right? Like I think it's been a rough couple of years. I know, you know, from the survey, 17% of the survey respondent will say, I, I want to spend the money. And half of those will say, I want to travel and go on a vacation, right? right? It's been a long time to fly somewhere. I think, you know, obviously travel is, is one big item. If there's anything that gives you joy and, and you don't purchase, that's another one. I would say think about upgrading your home, right? For homeowners out there, that maybe upgrade the energy efficiency of your home. You're spending money, your home looks better, get you some return and savings in the future. The other one will be, is there a charitable organization that you want to look at and contribute to? Right. There are a lot of things happening in the world and you do get a tax receipt on that, which contribute to your next year's tax return. Okay. What self-treating do you have on your horizon? And can I interest you in a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible with music. Uh, so it definitely won't be a guitar. I'm a cyclist. You know, the optimal number of bike any cyclist would have is N plus one. And so it, <laughs> when, when there's the tax return, definitely going to look at to see if, if an extra bike will be there, but need to get the permission from my wife first. <laughs> We'll leave it there. Thank you, Kingsley, so much for coming to talk to us today. It was really interesting and appreciate you taking the time. Great. Thanks for having me, Stephen. I've been speaking with Kingsley Chack, Senior Vice President of Deposits, Savings and Investments at Scotiabank. You've been listening to Perspectives. For a transcript of this episode, visit our website, scotiabank.com slash perspectives. We'll see you next time. <laughs>